In the following live session recording, Keith Chandler, state missionary with Georgia Baptist Mission Board, leads the session entitled, Bivocational Music Ministry 101, Where's My Cape? Superheroes and Ministry. Ministers find themselves dealing with conflict, managing schedules, planning worship, leading choirs, and a myriad of duties that are placed on our desks. Mix all that with another job and home responsibilities, and the task can be daunting. Keith Chandler has experienced this personally, and his insights and leadership will provide the tools needed to serve with effectiveness and joy. Let's join Keith now. So glad y'all are here. Uh, for those that have heard this already, I apologize. Um, my name is Keith Chandler. I have served with the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for 15 years. I served at First Baptist Lithia Springs 17 years before that. Uh, I had a full choir program, handbell program, children's choirs, all the good stuff. Uh, before that, I was five years at Dothan, Alabama. I call that my quiet years. Uh, and then I was at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary where I received a master's in conducting. And before that, I was at Shorter University where I graduated with a vocal major. And then I was at Truett McConnell before that with a two-year degree. Uh, and here I am today. That was kind of a backwards way to tell you my, my stuff. but um, So I, I've had a lot of experience. And I tell you, I've not had one bit of conflict or misery or anything during my ministry in those years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, move away from him. We'll yes. uh, so because of my experience, I have quite a bit of, uh, I don't know that I, I, I've never been asked to leave a church. Uh, so I count that in the plus side. <laughs> uh, but certainly have gone through, uh, I've had every kind of ministry you could ever think of. Uh, I've served every Sunday since I was uh, a missionary in a church somewhere. I've not missed one Sunday since I was a missionary in 15 years. So uh, I've met a lot of pastors, worked with a lot of pastors, worked with a lot of different pastors, pastors that I probably would have never worked full time with, uh, you know, that just had a different philosophy ministry than I did. Um, some very hands-on. I'm sure all of you experienced pastors at one time or another that, you know, think they have to tell you when to breathe. I've uh, been, my longest tenure was with a pastor like that. He, he was even into the, uh, I was in charge of the build, building and grounds, so all the janitorial staff was my responsibility. Uh, and he, I mean, down to the point, he wanted to tell me what the bathrooms needed to smell of. So been with that kind of guy, and now I've been with a guy that could care less what I did. I mean, it was a, I hired you, now get over there and do it. So been with both styles. I kind of like the middle of the road of, of those two guys. Someone that's in charge, somebody that uh, will give vision and direction and uh, make me accountable. I want to be accountable. Uh, and so that's kind of that. Now this is called, Where's My Cape? It's Where's My Cape because... Uh, music directors, music ministers, worship pastors have to use all these titles. You know, now we're all these different things um, are expected to be. Uh, just think about it. Uh, let's go 10 years back. 
uh, you're the only one, y'all the only two, I think, that's going to be able to go 10 years back and think about this. But 10 years ago, um, you had your minister of music. You know, he was, he was trained musically and he led the choir and he led a few hymns on Sunday morning before the pastor preached. Uh, you know, he maybe led a children's choir, uh, did some hospital visitation. That was kind of the scope of the ministry of music. That, that was kind of it. Um, today, uh, much like what we'll, we've seen on the platform here, it's much more of a production. Now, I was going to say a show, but it's a production. In other words, there's, there's moving pieces to every little thing that's done. And so there's multiple people on the, the uh, AV staff. There's multiple people in the band. There's multiple people doing things on the sides. Uh, you know, you'd think that the guy doing the uh, presentation software would not be the most important person in the room, but you let him not change a slide on time, and all of a sudden, he becomes the most important person in the room. And so all of this has changed over the, de- the decades, because when I first started, the ministry really was me. You know what I mean? There was nothing besides me, and so I either did it or it wasn't done. And now we, we find that we have all these volunteers and, you know, all this big, big uh, staff kind of stuff. And even in the, small, the smallest church that I've ever served was a church about 25 um, in the choir, just about 25, uh, 175 maybe in Sunday school, maybe. That was a good day, 175. Uh, but even there, there were multiple pieces uh, to that ministry. Um, how many of you are, are aware... You've already heard this, but Planning Center. Y'all, y'all have heard me mention that? Okay, Planning Center. I've got some handouts over there uh, if you weren't in my earlier classes. But Planning Center is a program that kind of puts it all together as a, a music ministry. And so it allows me to plan my worship there. It allows me to uh, have my music there so all of my team can go to one spot. And so say I'm sitting at my office and I download the hymn, How Great Thou Art to planning center well the, immediately it's for it, everybody has access to that and so i have chord charts uh, attached to everything i have words attached so the people that are doing the slides can just pull the words from that and so it's just a a planning house is you know kind of like i see it is it that driven with like notifications stuff oh yeah yeah so uh, i choose my teams then my teams are notified through email they email me back they actually emailed the, the program, and the program just alerts me that they said yes. And so that just helps me as a minister of music. I don't have to check my email. I don't have to make the email. The email is already done. It's just a matter of click, 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 send. Uh, and so that's what I use. It is a cost thing. It's just like CCLI. If you've, if you've, and I hope all of you have CCLI. If you're putting words on your screens. Uh, it's a by membership, so you have 200 in your church, then you pay a certain amount. If you have this, pay a certain amount. And it is a cross-church. It's not just a music program. It will schedule um, things like if you uh, rent out or maybe your church uh, people use the fellowship hall or this, this room or that room. It helps you organize all of that as well. So it's just a full planning for the church. But you can be as small as what I'm now at the church I serve. It's only a music thing. They don't use it to check in children. They don't use it to, and it can do all that, uh, but they don't, they don't use that. So we're, we're actually uh, need to be a superhero. So here's what I'd like to do. 
Uh, quickly, let's start over here. And if you'll tell me your name and the church you serve and the size church you serve. Okay, just give me a kind of a guess of maybe how many came to Sunday school last Sunday or how many you have in your choir. That would, that would be helpful. Okay, so let's start over here. Uh, Jordan Hillis, Woodlawn Baptist in Savannah. Um, our choir is about 20-ish, um, and our church attendance is um, about 130. 130, okay, good. Shannon Davis with Hillcrest Baptist in Hazard, Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, I think our choir, we have a live band in the choir, maybe 25, 30. and uh, about around 2 to 25, so. mm -hmm. Okay. Are you the Minister of Music? No, I'm the drummer there. The drummer? But we're running the, I sing there too, we run the youth choir. Okay, all right. I'm his wife, Jennifer. Yeah. It's an important role. It's a very yes. important role. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, are y'all, sorry, this is going to be a little commercial here. <laughs> are y'all aware of Real Fest? that our office does. We do that in January for youth choirs. So you can bring as, you know, one to 200. Uh, this year it's gonna be at First Baptist Dublin for the South and uh, Carrollton, Tabernacle Carrollton for the Atlanta area. And what's it called? Real Fest, R-E-E-L Fest, F-E-S-T. Okay. You can go on our website and get all the information. Okay. Um, uh, Aaron, from uh, Shorter University would be our clinician, our choral uh, clinician, and you buy five or six anthems. You don't have to learn them beforehand with your choir, and they come and learn during the weekend, Friday, Saturday. Uh, so last year we had Cliff Duran, uh, so we have people like that. It's just, it's a great, great conference. If you have instrumentalist, uh, orchestra instrumentalist, uh, we have an orchestra for young people as well during that weekend. So we'd love to see y'all there. Okay. All right. Ashley Workman with Fort Creek Baptist Church um, outside of Augusta. Okay. And we've got about 25, 30 in the choir, and then um, we have like 250. Are you the choir director? I am the choir director. Okay. And we have a, a separate worship and music uh, music minister as well. So I get to focus on the choir. Okay. So you don't you don't lead worship. You just lead the choir. I just lead the choir, mm -hmm. and then we kind of. He leads the worship, but of course, singing on the praise team and, right. and whatnot. But yeah. now I get to just focus on the choir. Wow. That's cool. That would be my dream job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I'm Shami Daniel. Um, I serve at Olive Branch Baptist Church in Ellabel. It's 30 minutes from here. Okay. Um, we have about 20 to 30 in our choir. Um, I do not lead, I just participate. Um, and Sunday mornings are usually around between 170 and mm -hmm. 200, something like that. Um, I don't technically have a role. Um, our church is in some transitioning type things, um, but I lead a young girls choir, I lead a children's choir. I plan and do most of the service um, with a couple of other people, but um, we have a we have a, a guy that leads service, but he's not um, participating in any of that. So it's somewhat of a transition period. So so let me ask you two yeah. the same question then. Do you not lead the worship because you're a female? No. No. Okay. No. 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 Because okay. I was an interim 
between the last worship leader choir director retiring and him okay. coming on full time. All right, because that's one of the issues we need to tackle if that's the case. No, that's... no I don't. Uh, I don't feel like it is. Uh, the, our church is a very down home, sure. traditional yeah, sure. Christian, you know, Southern Baptist, um, and. Things don't like, you know, it's been like this, so this is how we're going to keep it. So, you know, and I mean, I've been going to that church for 11 years since I've been married. Um, And so I'm I'm slowly making my way into, you know, things that I feel like God's leading our church to. So um, me and our pastor and a lot of our worship planning team are on the same page, but we just have a couple of people that are not, and they're in big leadership roles. So that makes it a little bit difficult. So contemporary, uh, we, I, I personally do contemporary, and I, my, the, the groups, you know, that I do lead, and our choir does some contemporary. Yes, so we are. Uh, what about your congregation? They, um, they're about split, mm-hmm. half and half, where they're like yes and no. So it's. Um, yeah, I read a quote on Facebook the other day, and like I said earlier. It's on Facebook. It's the truth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but the quote was, uh, the greatest love would be for me to love someone enough that their preference of music is more mm-hmm. important than mine. Yes, we just talked about that. Yes. With the pastor and the music minister mm-hmm. here. At right. And so I know because I'm 62 that there is a certain genre of music that I personally worship to. Yeah. And let me tell you what that is. Anything that brings glory to God. Mm-hmm. It is not I, I'm not I'm not a hymns, chorus, yeah. verses kind of person. I'm a if it brings glory to God, then it's yeah. it's it's worthy to me be too. done. Yeah. So um yeah. I have, so I have friends on both sides of that aisle. Yeah. Uh but that brings me a lot of grief as well, you yeah. know, because the 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 uh, sixty and above people mm-hmm. like me want me to, you know, speak out against this. And then, you know, the young people say, well, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. so, so I find myself yeah. almost like this. Yes. I'm, I'm just, I'm in between, yeah. but I see validity and value in both. And mm-hmm. so okay. I don't, and I, I, I never want to berate or to even be heard to say that I'm berating some person's uh, passion in worship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if they're passionate about it and it's gone through this, you know, it, it matches this, then I'm all for it. Now, uh, so anyway, that that's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. All right, so tell us about you, Diane. Well, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm the song leader, I guess you could call it that. We don't even have a choir. We have about 30 people that come on Sundays in the morning. So right, so you if we had have, a choir, they'd all be in the choir, so we would have <laughs> that. If you had a choir, you know, the, the, the percentage of Sunday school attendance to choir is usually about 10%. So... If you had a choir, you'd have three people. Yeah. And that's a good trio. Especially if they all three sing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would encourage you to to let that be a yearly goal. Uh, By the end of this year, we're going to have three people that sing in a choir. Yeah. You know? Uh, Don't start at 90. No. (laughs) I'm afraid you won't reach that. But three is a good, I mean, that's attainable because you're one. (laughs) <laughs> You're a third of the way. Yeah, there you so, go. yeah. All right. I'm Pat, and I'm from a Reedy Creek Church in Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Um, our organ player 
has just contracted um, dementia. No. So he can't learn anything new, and yeah. we don't know how long he's going to um, be able to play. Mm -hmm. Our piano player has arthritis, so he he's often missing the keys, and he'll, sometimes he'll get playing so fast we can't keep up with him. And um, our church is about 200 years old, and most of the congregation is about that old. About 200. You know, <laughs> and, you know they're not into um, the newer music. They don't have to be. No. Mm -hmm. We like the the older spirituals. Right. And, um, well, if that makes up 99% of your congregation, is I mean, no reason right. to do anything yeah. different. Yeah, but we have we average maybe 15 to. 20 right. in the choir, you know, some they'll come sometimes, sometimes right. they won't. And so you've been enlisted, right? Well, as, as we, we lost our um, choir director, and um, they, there was an opening. I felt led to, to go step in, and uh, I've been in the choir all my life, but I've never been a leader. Right. So. You know, I'm just trying to Did you to have run. children? I do. They're gone. You've been a leader all your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so. you know, and something else that, that we have to transition to is, is pretty soon we're not going to have an accompanist. So we're going to have to go to CDs or... Mm -hmm. Lifeway Worship, what I saw you looking at earlier, what I gave you? Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and, and just become proficient with that it's a step by step I think I gave it to most of you if I didn't give it to you it's up here and I can get it for yeah, you but it's just uh, how to use lifewayworship.com do it does anybody use it now yeah it is a tool that I use every week you know we um, had we had no accompaniments for years Right. We had a piano and we had an organ, but we had nobody to play either right. of them. Did did you yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. We, Church we, of Christ. We, we, uh, we just sang that. and yeah. everybody was singing. I, I love that. I, yeah. And it was people that would visit or like a visiting preacher or whatever would say, wow. You know, because we were good. We sounded good. Right. Singing without the piano. Or right. That shows a lot for your church, though. They're yes. really singing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like we would be that way. But anyway, so Lifeway has this, this, this thing where you can actually make a song. You can edit the song. You can say, I want to sing a verse, a chorus, a verse, a chorus, a chorus, a chorus, and then make a CD accompaniment. Wow. Does it connect with the planning center? It does. <gasps> yeah. And so it'll just shoot it right over to planning center. As a matter of fact, if you choose, uh, if you buy anything in Lifeway, it'll shoot it to your... Okay. Yeah. So where contemporary songs... If you play live band, they can just drag it out forever. Through. Correct, yes. You can take a Southern Gospel song, right. re-edit it, have a lull in a little bit of it, and then bring it back up and like you would a contemporary. Right. Now, I try to give grief to both ends of this, yeah. and so here comes some grief for this, this end, okay? So this guy's introducing himself. He's a contemporary worship leader, and this, this is how he does it. I'm a contemporary worship leader. I'm a contemporary worship leader. I'm a contemporary worship leader. Y'all get that tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, it is, it is, uh, you know, we, we, the, the, this side, you know, will say, well, they repeat all the time and then they don't, they don't look in the, the own log that's in their eye that, you know, if they look back at some of the hymns, the hymns are repeated, you know, uh, repeated, 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 repeated. 
And so on this side, though, they don't look at the theology that was actually learned through the singing of those old uh, theological hymns. And so, like I say, I think we've got to come to a point to where it's not an either or. It is a both and. Yeah. Yeah. So that we are, it's just doing everything. When I came to Lithia Springs, 1901, they asked me, Style. Now that was that was before 1990. Okay, so before really anything really hit hit you know as far as praise and worship music, and I here's what I told them. I said I will do any genre of music, including uh, you know uh, I, I went on there to do uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I did uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, so we did all kinds of things, and all of that brought glory to God. And so I said, you know, we're just going to use everything to our disposal to bring glory to God. And I think we are going to have to get there in our worship sets and saying, yesterday, when Ron broke out into, uh, this is my story, I just thought, you know, oh, goodness. You know, it's just how they blended those things together uh, were so good. So uh, we can do that now. This class, like I say, is just called Where's My Cape? In other words, it's a, it's a, it's a daunting task. And so what I, I intended to do was to uh, talk about issues that you actually need me to, to, to talk with you about. Okay, So uh, be thinking for a second, what is one of those things that's just bothering you? Or I'm not saying I have the answer, but I'm going to say that I'll tell you my opinion. And then if, if an answer needs to come forthwith, I will find the answer okay so y'all think about things that are just confounding you right now you know um, are you having trouble with an accompanist are you having uh, are you having trouble even seeing how it's going to work you know just just anything I'll, I'll talk about anything okay I'm a drummer I'll just start off with that <laughs> you're a drummer yes I am okay. uh, how do, we have a live band, so how do we get band members to show up or practice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they don't practice, they don't play. Well, there's one way. They don't play, we don't have a bass player. Right. Okay, bass player is, it, ha, is that the worst thing that would happen? Oh, no, no. No, God will send one. I ain't, I'm not, I have no fear about No, I'm just saying for that Sunday, that'd be the oh, worst thing? Yeah. They just wouldn't play? Yeah, and we've gone without it before. I think that more than anything, it is not, that is not a problem that's, that's uh, related to the band. It's more of an issue related to the commitment level of that band member. And so what they're doing, just like the guy this morning was talking about, uh, or I wasn't this morning, it was yesterday, uh, the guy from uh, Lifeway, when he said that, uh, he, the guy asked him after the funeral, well, what are you gonna say at my funeral? And he said, well, you're writing that story every day. I think this band member, I have, a, I have a lady at the church I'm serving now, and she's always 15 to 20 minutes late. Always. And she comes in, here's her excuse. I can, I can make you a list. I'm a single mother. That's always her top excuse. And I'm thinking, well, my mother was a single mother with six kids. We went to church every stinking Sunday morning, and we were all dressed, and we were there on time. Bad excuse. <laughs> okay. Her next excuse is going to be, I'm a nurse and I work late. Now, you know, I love nurses. My sister, my uh, daughter-in-law is a nurse. I understand they work long hours. But if you're committed, let's be committed. Yeah. Uh, and so um, 
I guess I'm saying I don't know that you know uh, do y'all meet other than just to practice like do you meet and talk about what you're about what you do how you do maybe you need to just have that kind of thing very maybe at your home you know not not at the church but at home and just just have a short little uh, devotion and you know talk about commitment you know your commitment to this your level of commitment is going to either make it or break it I do that on a widespread to my choir about twice a year. Yeah. It usually happens right as we're getting into summer and people are doing vacations and whatnot. And then right after the holiday season, we have a talk of like, this is, we are a team, even though there's 20 to 25 of us. But, you know, that section depends on you being here. They depend on you learning the music. We depend on you to be here to worship. Are they, are they the paid? Huh? Are they paid? No, I'm talking about. Yeah, but the learning the music issue. He can play outstanding, and, he, and, he, and he's there on Sunday when it's time to play. But as far as being there for choir practice, uh, he's very. Uh, he can improvise real well. He adapts, so he can pretty much pick up on anything. But if it's a new praise that comes out, yeah. See, that's where being really talented hurts you. Yeah. Because you think that you you live in a different realm than most folks. Oh, I can just play that on Sunday. Um, we've been without a drummer now for six months. And um, the inclination to most folk are for them to say that I ought to go and play. Because I can. Mm-hmm. Well, my inclination is, well, I'm not doing the church any service by me trying to do that and what they've asked me to do. And so I've chosen not to, to do that. Um, and then a guy comes Sunday that's played years before. I don't even know who he is. And he comes and he says, oh, I can play this morning. And so I'm hit with that, you know, well, now what am I going to do? And I politely told him that, you know, we haven't been able to talk. And I said, you know, I would love for you to play, but, you know, you're going to need to come and go through everything with us so that we can be together on the same page. Did you say your choir and your band practice together? Or does the choir use a live band? The choir uses a live band. We use some CDs. Okay. We actually throw a mixture of Southern Gospel, little, because our pastor doesn't care much for it, but our the lady lead service. Uh, yeah, he doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, she still throws some Southern Gospel in there. We throw sure. a lot of temper in there. Right. And then we also throw some hymns in there. Well, that's good. So we run a mixture of all of it. But yeah, our, 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 so all does the band ever practice on their own? No. So that, a lot of times, it's really hard to have a band and the choir practice together. Oh, it it is. Is. Because if you're practicing parts, the band's like, what am I here for? You know, and then the, the band's, you know, and we're bored, bands so are running licks while they're, yeah. while well, the guitar, choir's the practicing. Drummer, I'm sorry, what's over to do so, so don't make them be there for the whole time. Yeah. yeah uh, if it's an hour long, let them come in for the last 20 minutes. Well, that's or start doing. start at 20 minutes, let them go after 20 minutes, and then just work with the choir. Well, see, I grew up, I grew up reading music and learned music through school, and then uh, our Piano player was the, is the, the leader. Um, she didn't, so she's still learning to go a bit. So I tell her a lot of times, y'all come in here, you play piano, and let, get them used to singing, mm-hmm. and then we'll come in. Yeah. So I try to do that to help adapt him right. to come in, but he's still. Yeah. You know, well, that that that's probably the solution to that is to have some personal time with with all the band. Are you the leader of the band? No, not really. There's the a song right there. She's still yeah. Yeah. For now anyway. Right. Well. She Oh, yeah. See, that sometimes she's gets good. you in she trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just, you know, it's going to have to come from the leader, and it's going to have to come and, and, and possibly come individually 
In other words, you don't want to correct in front of everyone. It may be a, could you stay for just a minute? And just have a heart-to-heart. You know, you're, you're not trying to, you know, you're not getting on to them. You're not reprimanding them. You're just saying, man, I really want this to work. I want it to work well. And right now, we just can't, it, it's not going to go well if you're not here to hear yeah. what we're doing. Your talent is great, you know, just, you know, your talent is great. I understand you could do it with your hands behind your back, but, you know, we really just, a, a team approach. You know, it'd be like the quarterback on a football team saying, you know, hey guys, y'all just get out there and practice, and then when it comes to the game, I'll come and I'll throw you some. Yeah. That's just not gonna happen, yeah. And I can, I can say those kind of things all day and not make any, you know what I mean? Since, we tried some of that already, since he's, you're not the leader, it, your hands are tied to some degree. Um, but also coming from, you know, possibly just a, a brother in Christ saying, look, at, you know, this would really work much better and it would be so much more effective if we all practice together. Well, so I'll go as far as sending him the music. Like, yeah. we play, we, if it's a contemporary, we play pretty much exactly like it is mm-hmm. by the artist. So I'll send him this <coughs> thing on text and say, hey, listen to this song. Start learning the song. But right. that app. I've tried pushing for them to adapt to the app where right. she can send out the music and it'll right. be whatever version we're going to be playing, mm-hmm. and they can just listen to it on the way somewhere on the right. phone. But, so we, we haven't made it yet. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you suggest though, if they're doing it like you said, pretty much by the artist version, because you can upload, you know, you can pull it from uh, Praise Charts or Lifeway or whatever. The choir can have their recording; they can practice it on their own. And then have the band come in and practice the live music with them. See, if we can ever get us a a full time music minister, then they they do that kind of stuff. I've been to churches where the the minister of music they take the time to load all the stuff on there, and everybody kind of even even some of the songs they'll break them down into into their parts, tenor, soprano, stuff like that. We don't have that. Yeah, we don't have that yet. So. Um. And I don't think the solution to the problem is to get a full-time ministry of music. No. You know what I mean? That'd be great. But that's uh, and your problem is still going to exist right, yeah, even with a full-time yeah. guy uh, or gal. Um, give me their email address and I'll send them an SC email. <laughs> I was trying. Yeah. I'm going to pull the brother in Christ out yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I'm doing him in love. Like, look, you know. Really and honestly love him. I mean, and yeah, you know, say, hey, I'm, you know. Well, we have a relationship with him already, but uh, our yeah. son dates his daughter, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well. <laughs> Sounds like you got an end on that one. Yeah, really good. All right, I'm going to walk over on this side, yeah. okay? <laughs> uh, so Thank something you. else, uh, something else you're having difficulty with. I think for me, it's helping them transition from the books to put it down so you can worship. Because you can worship in your heart, but you can't lead as effectively with a book. You know, when we've got the tools, the words are on the wall, we're really putting our trust in the AV guy. Take the books out. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to, to build, we've got a very multi-generational choir. <laughs> so you snatch the books yeah. and it's like panic. Oh, yeah. Well, that's people don't do it with hands. I was about to say, they don't know. That's, that's the biggest yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. They and I try to tell my choir to like worship is different for everybody mm-hmm. and it looks different and by you being up here you're saying that you want to be okay with with demonstrating a style of worship 
and sometimes our job is to be an example for the people in our congregation because they may not know how to worship and it's okay if you don't actually know how to worship but you can try and um, and to try to find what way is best for you to worship whether it's you know swaying or raising your hands or clapping or you have your eyes closed if you need to sit down and worship whatever that may look like um, it's just trying to find that way to worship so that we can be an example to our congregation. Is your problem that they're not looking at you? No. Okay. No, it's just the it's the security. Well, we have that issue. Um, yeah. Our it's choir is the same thing. I mean, we have a we have a 95 year old lady that's in our choir, and then I'm like the youngest one. I'm 32. So I don't. I I have a pretty good musical memory so I can listen to it just twice and then I know it but I hold my book because everybody else is holding their book but I just you know I don't even look at it hardly but it's just to be somewhat of a uniform because I'm like well I'm the only one up there and I know this but our choir director he's like you know you know the words just look at me I don't mind you holding it but yeah it's really logistical because I'm thinking from a sound standpoint because we're holding the books it's right here you know we're not looking out at the congregation we're not engaging and then you don't realize you're not even smiling you feel like you're smiling you think you're smiling because you enjoy it but you've got that book right there in front of you and the choir is right and the choir is so used to doing pretty technical songs um for a choir who most of them can't read music you know they're pulling out Christ Church and Brooklyn Tab and they've been doing it forever so there's a lot of page turning and they're used to having to do that whereas we're blending in different kind of worship mm-hmm. so if it all fits right. on one chord chart you know we yeah. don't need to do all this right. I've, I've never made a big deal out of holding music or not holding music mm-hmm. um, if you don't want to hold music don't hold music if you need to hold music hold music I've even I, I mean I, I'm 62 man I'm getting lax because used to, everybody had to hold the music the same way, in the same hand, with the same robe, with the same, you know, everything was the same. Uh, but the older I get, the more I think that, you know, and you said it, worship is individualistic. It's my worship may not look like yours. We may be doing the same songs, but your worship may not look like mine. Some people are going to be very open and be able to uh, be real smart and know your music really early. I'm not one of those. I'm not one that can memorize what I see. And so, you know, I have to work really long and hard at that. Um, But as a leader leading worship, I try not to use music. In other words, I I don't have it on the pulpit. I don't have it on a music stand. Now, when I'm rehearsing in the morning, Sunday mornings, I have it there to refer to, but I try not to use it in worship. Um, but that doesn't mean that if, if I have to get a fill-in praise team member at the last minute and they need to use music, it doesn't, it doesn't wreck me. You know what I mean? Or if some of the choir are using music, some of the choir is not using music. Uh, I just encourage those that do use music, the, the folder can actually be a very amplifier if it's not this, like you said. But not many people hold it like this, but you know, if, if it's down... It is actually an amplifier of the voice, and so the voice hits a hard surface and it moves out. But it has to be this. It can't be, like you say, up in the face. Um, for years, I had a lady just recently try to uh, back out of choir. She called me and she said, "We're not. I'm not going to do choir anymore. 
And I said, why? I asked, why? Why are you not going to do choir anymore? She's a very faithful member. She said, well, I can't stand that long. And you, so you know what I did? I got a whole front row now that sits, uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, she's not the only one that has that problem. And so uh, we had a young lady in a wheelchair that now feels comfortable, you know, coming and singing in our choir. Uh, we have an older lady in our choir now that wasn't before because I, I let her sit. And so I just, the whole front row of my choir sits. Yeah. And that's, a, some, some are physical and some are just, they want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of what everyone else stands. Works well for, you know, 175 church. So, you know, it just, it just fits well for us. Um, we use, uh, I usually get three praise team members besides myself. Uh, I said this earlier, it's a soprano, alto, tenor, tenor. Uh, I don't let bassists be on the praise team unless they want to sing tenor. They can't. They re- it's usually not written for a bass part, so they really struggle uh, basses. But you'd be surprised at the basses that'll say, yeah, I'll sing tenor. Um, so I, again, I, don't, I just don't, uh, since the choir robe phase has moved on, uh, yeah, I just try to... Uh, you know, the choir uh, really uh, work someone me. sitting in my choir is much more important than her not doing it because yes. she can't stand up yes. or because she can't do something else or she, she feels like she can't memorize music. I never want to feel like, you know, oh, you can't be here because you can't. Mm-hmm. I want them to say, you can be here because you can. Yeah. And so uh, that's kind of been my approach to that. Anything else? We got, I mean, we got a role here. Mm-hmm. And y'all are, y'all are answering some of my questions. That's easy for me. Well, my congregation is, is like they were saying. They've got to have that book. And I hate to say this, but our choir has gotten hold on. Yeah. The pastor has expressed to me that he wants to see some lively singing. He wants some participation from the congregation on the call to worship, which they're not getting now. He says, you know, it's y'all's job to get the congregation in the spirit, you know. Mm. And and that's what I'm I'm working for. I would like to know what some call to worship is that's upbeat and lively that the congregation can get yeah. get it. Yeah. Now tell me who your pastor is. John Jenkins. John Jenkins. He lives in Thompson, Georgia. Yeah. Hmm. Y'all use a hymn book? Yes, we do. What hymn book is it? Um, just the Baptist hymnal. The, um, is it the brand new one, 1991 or 1970? No, the, the, he, the pastor has found out that Lifeway has this new Baptist hymnal. Mm-hmm that has a CD with it, mm-hmm. that has piano music, that's for every song outside. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Do you look at that, the price tag for that? No. Yeah, he'll, he'll say something different when <laughs> he sees that. I think it's It's a lots of money. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And it may There's, be something where you could use, like use the Life of Worship and Planning Center because you may not sing, God, our help of ages past. I mean, there may be some things you don't sing 
but you're paying for the whole shebang. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so you can try it, see how it works. That's, that's a but good, just pull into good idea. And if you use the planning center like he was talking about, it keeps that song list for you. Mm -hmm. So you know what you've used, you know what works, the arrangement's already there. Um, we used the Lifeway Worship Series when it first came out. I think we were, you know, we were one of the first churches that started using it. There are some of the arrangements that are more difficult, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. So it's not, it's not like just, it's not what you would be accustomed to if you just moved from having a pianist and an organist, and you're, you know, so you're standard right back. To jump on that, huh? Yeah. So it, it may be a little um, overwhelming. But even yeah. with the new Baptist hymnal, I don't it, need any more overwhelming. It has some of the old, like it has your oldie goodies in it in the new one. Mm -hmm. And it could be a good transition point for you to implement that even with the choir and have the choir do the call to worship with some of the newer stuff yep. or some of the older stuff that they would know, mm -hmm. your congregation would know either through the courses that they've put in or some of the other hymns that they've had in there where you can just do a slow implementation of it with just from, from your choir or praise team to, uh, and the sanctuary wouldn't necessarily have to do this congregation wouldn't necessarily have to touch it until much later okay that's good so let's let's be practical she asked for titles let's think of some titles one song that i've used effectively it's not a new song uh, but it's the song and it's in the new baptist hymnal uh, i will call upon the lord who is worthy to be praised? And you sing it like that the first time. The second time, you add it's a it's an echo song. Right. I will call upon the I will, and it does that. And so that's that brings some excitement, and it's it's easy to do because you just teach two part with the melody. Right. Yeah. So that's in that New Baptist hymnal, but I think it's in it may be in the family of God. What hymnal do you use? You don't know. It's a so it's not, this is the New Baptist hymnal. That's what we have. I had it right here. It's over here in this box. I didn't think I'd use it, so I put it up. The New Baptist hymnal, too, is really helpful for, um, they have what's called Connect and Worship in the right. back. So it lists two or three different songs so that together. Just that come out. This is the right 1991. Another. I guess oh, we could call it just no, out. Yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, it's great. You can buy one of these at Lifeway. Any of the Lifeway bookstores would have this. Mm -hmm. And if you just had one and got one for your pianist. But uh, you said there your pianist and y'all are about to lose all of these people and you're going to have to go well, to CDs. I want to go in and work with our pianist because... That's the one I was talking about. So it's just antiphonal. And so that's the 91. This, this is, yes. Um, that's the one that's, that was on the shelves, right? The, the most recent edition. This is the most the Baptist, yes. This is the newest Baptist. Well, they, have like a, they have a 76. No, <laughs> Does that work? I don't know. Yeah, no. But that has some things that they would have heard on, like even your older modern Christian music stations, like right. a lot of those Christian colleges have their own a lot of those songs will be in there so they're not um, you know they're not really super super modern courses but it's something that's familiar and that's really single right, it really tried to this hymn book really tried to bridge that the two genres together 
And no hymnal could have ever done that. I mean, it was an impossible task to start with, but they did a pretty good job. Like, here's He Touched Me. Oh, He Touched Me. Uh, right next to an old 1960s uh, chorus. God forgave my sins in Jesus' name. Uh, we have what's called, um, and I don't know, I'm not familiar with all the hymnals, but um, we've sang out before. It's called a celebration. Celebration hymnal. hymnal. Yes. I love some stuff out that's, there. That's, that's my it's, favorite hymnal. It's amazing. So you need to write that down. You can get that from Lifeway as well. Yeah. Celebration hymnal. It's real short, quick, like this right. chorus is really, and you just like repeat it. Right. You're and it's got medleys right. as well that you can sing two or three songs yeah. right in a row. I don't. I wasn't uh, sure if that was what you, but you were talking about. That's kind of like that, yeah. But this one has like celebration. Yeah. Yes, celebration. It has like celebrate Jesus, celebrate uh-huh. um, yeah. coming to His presence. Yeah. Um, we've even done a new name in glory because it's oh, peppy and it's an older, it's an older yeah, something that people like. That um, and our yeah. pianist likes that southern or like that old church feel and so he can pep it well, up and it is peppy to yeah. put their their music down <clears throat> it's going to have to be something that they can repeat and, and know, right. know yeah. okay um, they have the new arrangement of come thou fount come thou king it it adds come thou fount of every blessing to a praise course and uh that's that that would be a good call to worship mm-hmm. um All I, I know all the old ones. All hail King Jesus. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. hail Emmanuel. Uh, I tell you, of course, that keeps coming. You know, uh, Mary McDonald. Do y'all know Mary McDonald? Mary McDonald is a composer. Uh, lives in Tennessee. Uh, she accompanies the Tennessee Singing Men. Anyway, she's a, an arranger composer. And she was telling a story about uh, how this, I'm not going to tell the story because it's long, but uh, how this person knew this song that was written originally by somebody but was in church and then she came home and she sang the words and all that. And this is a person who had, now this, you know, this was on Facebook, I'm sure. Uh, But they had, had died and then were brought back. And so the mother said, how do you know that song? And said, well, they sang it in heaven. And so Mary McDonald, it was just a, you know, one of these things you think about it. I, I'm not saying this is in the word. I'm just saying, you know, this made me think, uh, where do we think songs originate? Like, do you think that, that maybe songs originate in heaven and then are sung in the hearts of believers and then they write them down and then we sing them? You know, for so long we think, you know, here's a Christian composer and he's sitting in his room, right, sitting down, you know. But what what if it were that? What if it were that they originate in heaven and then in the heart of the believer, and then the believer writes it down and then we sing it, that it's originated in heaven? I, that's just an interesting thought. No, no theology there, just an no, interesting thought. If you ask thought. them, I've heard like Stephen Curtis Chapman say, what inspires him to write songs right. and, right. you know, different people. Yeah. So that's just an interesting thought.